The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk to a world-renowned SEO strategist who is known for getting his clients to outrank bigger, better-funded competitors. Joining us is Deepak Shukla, who is the founder of Pearl Lemon, which is an award-winning SEO agency based in London that leverages a distributed team of SEO nerds to draw upon the best talent globally. And today, Deepak and I are going to discuss coattail link building. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Deepak Shukla, founder of Pearl Lemon. Deepak, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Happy to be here, Ben. Looking forward to it again, sir, as ever. Excited to have you back on the show. And honestly, this is the third time in, I don't know, a couple months. This is like a regular shtick for us now. Exactly. I've enjoyed being on and long may it continue, sir. So thank you for having me back. We're making a concerted effort to try to bring the most engaging speakers that we have that provide the most actionable insights back on the show. Basically, we're stealing all of the great stuff that's in your brain as much as we can, but don't tell your brain that. And, uh, you know, I'm seriously excited and and I'm glad that we're making this a regular thing. For anybody who missed the first couple episodes with uh, Deepak and me, you can uh, always go and find them in our archive. But today we're going to talk about a topic I really am not sure how to think about. It's something called coattail link building. Before I ask you what that means, can I take a guess here? You can, sir. Go ahead, of course. (laughs) Coattail link building. To me, you're riding the coattails. And I honestly don't know what the term means. Riding the coattails of somebody else to build links. So I'm imagining you're finding influencers or, or great content creators and you're commenting or adding your own links to try to take advantage of the notoriety that their content is creating. Am I anywhere close? 
You absolutely are, sir, with some slight skews upon it, but absolutely, coattail link building. I mean, first of all, to make the analogy explicit, a coattail, a little bit like a, a hanger you put upon a dresser. The whole idea that, that I think with this is I have seen that we can get extremely complex quite quickly when it comes to SEO, but there's something that's really quite simple that we should follow when it comes to building ultimately links, which <laughs> Kotel link building is copying effectively and copying what you're saying that's already successful, but in a couple of quite specific ways. So the thing I think that often happens that we get a little bit confused or distracted by is the common thing that someone will do is go ahead and look at someone who has, or whether that's an individual or a brand that has you know, really high DA, indexing for thousands of keywords, But the problem with that is that that's like looking at someone who's special forces, got years of experience and training behind them, and you're just trying out for the Sunday Boy Scouts. It's not actually a relevant reference point. What you want to do is you want to look at the guy who's just made it top of class in Boy Scouts and is already trying out for, let's say, the Wednesday team, because that is much more reflective of what's immediately actionable and achievable. So the common thing that we're taught is, right, we're a Pearl Lemon, so identify the best performing SEO agency out there that's, let's say, seven divisions ahead of us. But the truth is, they've got experiences, they've got relationships, and they've got a lot of things that we don't, basically. So why not look at somebody who's just ahead of you, subscribe to everything that they produce, whether it's their RSS feed or looking up at notifications that you get in whatever link building tool you choose, and start to kind of copy and clone the guys that are just ahead of you because it's much more likely to have you see success as opposed to a big company that's got significant weight that's going to mean there's going to be relationships that you just can't see that are going to get in the way of your success. All right. So a couple of questions for you to follow up. First off, you said the Wednesday team when you were talking about Boy Scouts. So let's do some international SEO and figure out what the semantic relationship between the Boy Scouts and Wednesday are, because honestly, I'm not sure what that means. What's the Wednesday team? Absolutely. I confuse two things. So in the UK, you have, and I was thinking football, you have the Sunday League guys who play Sunday League, and they're sometimes considered or known as kind of the Boy Scouts. And the guys that go play on the Wednesdays are the semi-professional footballers that play midweek. So that's my mistake, but that is what I would refer to. I will use an American football reference. You got the high school teams that play on Friday, the college teams that play on Saturday, and the pros play on Sunday. And every once in a while, they play on Monday too. But let's not make this more complex than we have to. Moral of the story is when you're mirroring the strategies from other people that are successful in your niche or your industry you can't assume that you can take the same strategies for somebody who is incredibly high profile and essentially unattainable for you. You have to work your way up the ladder. Now, the thing that confuses me about this sort of coattail riding is what do you do to actually ride someone else's coattails? Are you just looking at their content and creating similar strategies or how are you taking advantage of that sort of next level of SEO success that you're seeing from other brands? Absolutely. So what I would do is let's just say that the brand is, let's say, Deepak Shukla, and I'm trying to make a name for myself. I would identify three to five people that are similarly placed or maybe, let's say, ahead of me. There's different metrics people could ascribe to what that would be, whether it's just as simple as a domain authority or 
content that they produce or keywords they index and take basically a smatterboard of all of the things that they are doing, especially from a link building perspective and reach out potentially to the same media organizations, reach out to the same kind of websites. So because you're quite similar or let's say two to 10 steps or one to two steps behind, depending upon the analogy, you're much more likely to get a placement. If I, for example, try and go after getting placements, the same places that Rand Fishkin does, it's, it's not comparable. And that's the part that I think strategic, strategists sometimes, that we sometimes get in the habit of, of not really thinking about. You go for always the biggest and the best, but that's not actually the smartest, I think, because there's just so much underneath the tip of the iceberg that gets in your way of kind of quick success. So I think that the mindfulness part has to be a look at the appropriate kind of parallels to yourself and then start trying to identify what they're doing to have got one step ahead of you. And if you get three guys that are one step ahead of you, 20% of all of them will equal hopefully two steps ahead of them. Okay, so let me reiterate the strategy here. You're essentially assessing who you consider to be a step ahead of you in terms of their SEO game. You're using... Deepak Shukla as the brand that you're using as an example. I can't imagine too many people are that far ahead of you, but you mentioned Rand Fishkin being somebody, hey, who's been on the Voices of Search podcast, a very accessible, wonderful, nice guy. But Rand Fishkin can probably go to, I don't know, search engine land and say, hey, I wrote this article. Can you guys publish it on search engine land and get a backlink? That might not be something that you can pull off yet, but you're working your way towards that. You have to build those relationships. So how do you source the people that are that intermediate step ahead where they're not the true influencers? In this case, we're talking about the marketing influencers, you know, the Gary V's, the Rand Fishkins, the Deepak Shuklas of the world, right? How do you figure out who's, you know, in between somebody like me and, and where you are? So two things. Number one, that's the problem, I think, of the advice that anyone gives who's at the top or near to the top of an industry. How can the guy, for example, to make a simpler analogy, who's made a million, who's done it over a decade, still relate to the guy who's trying to make his first hundred bucks? It's going to be that I remember when I did my first hundred and people talk about mindset and these types of things. The strategy becomes less relative because there's a distance and gap. And it also, as you said, if you're Rand, you could just approach search any land and say, throw up a blog. And then the, the advice might be, guys, just do outreach. And, and it doesn't work in the same degree. So to find it, I think it's a little bit, if I'm being honest, uh, investigative. So practically, what do I do? I would look at, for example, guest post contributors on some of these platforms and look for the names that aren't on the front page. Look for the names that seem like they're the newer contributors. Look for the people that are just coming up. Look for the people that have written one or two posts and seem to have got some pretty good feedback that you're not used to seeing. And those guys would be interesting to follow. Here's what I would do. If your goal is to be a marketing influencer, and we're using Rand as an example, you can look at all the placements where Rand has links, right? And, and you can do your research backwards from this aspirational level where, you know, the biggest influencer in marketing has all of these placements. And then you could look to see which one of those are approachable by people that aren't necessarily influencers. Let's say Rand has a link from the New York Times, probably something difficult for you or me to secure. But search engine land might have a place for new contributors. And so you can say, all right, well, let's take a look at who those new contributors are and start looking at their linking profile. And so you're working your way backwards to try to find not only the publications that work with, let's call them the medium-sized influencers, 
but also who are the medium-sized influencers that you can then go find and source other publications that are, you know, potentially willing to work with somebody with your profile. And then the question becomes... Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right. How do I do the outreach to these publications? I've realized that Deepak Shukla is somebody that I aspire to be as a medium-sized influencer, me being the small fish, Rand being the big fish. I'm going to go think about your link-building strategies, do a little research. I find my list of publications... Now, what do I do? Absolutely. So I think two things. I think number one, just the reality that it's small to medium is a smaller and simpler step than small to large, of course, which I know that you know. That's the first thing. The number two is there's always going to be in any person's case, let's call it the first lucky link where you make a pitch, the journal, the publisher, the editor likes your angle and says, you know what? I liked what you had to say come on and let's have you on if it's, of course, a podcast or let's get you a piece written. And that's got to be your anchor. And that's got to be, you know, the reference point that you begin with. This is in the instance that you've got, of course, no brand footprint whatsoever. So in that pitch, you have to think of not only why you would be relevant to the publication, but also what's the topic that you're going to be pitching, producing. Talk to me about coming up with a topic that you think is relevant. How do you position that to the publication? So the simple truth is, is that just copy someone else and change the title if that's what you want to do. Let's assume, for example, that you're copying uh, my profile. The idea would be there would be three of me and that across the three of me, you'd get a makeup or a blueprint of different titles that these three people use if it's Deepak, Derek and John. And there's no reason why one person couldn't just ultimately use Derek's pitches and tweak them slightly and apply them to Deepak's profile because journals and from that publication, you could do that. Now, well, the interesting thing is, is that if you look at, I think Joshua Hardwick, I remember reading it once, um, he produced 426 ways of link building like this guide that I read. What was interesting about reading that and then reading some of Brian Dean's work, there was, of course, significant levels of convergence because Josh produced 400 different ways of link building. What Brian Dean does that a lot of people don't do, and again, this is probably an oversimplification, he coins terms. 
And he'll call it the moving man method or broken link building and skyscraper content. So I think that there's something to be said about looking at a process and giving it a name like coattail link building. I was just about uh, to say coattail link building. What a great name. Yeah, 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 exactly, sir. I just am copying someone else and changing it slightly. So I think that I undo myself probably, but that's um, honestly the approach I take. As long as you can give something that's considered interesting, a tweak, an angle and come at it sideways, there's some value. There's a research aspect that has to happen here when you're doing your outreach. And you know, between the Voices of Search podcast and my other show, the MarTech podcast, I probably get, I don't know, 20 pitches a, a month at least, probably more than that. And we've tried to create a systematic approach to evaluating them. But when I first started, we kind of hit the tipping point of us having to do outreach to people starting to reach out to be guests on our podcast. First off, flattery goes a long way. Yeah, You want to show that you've shown an interest in their content and that you're not being transactional. Generally, hey, love your work is at least a minimum. It's I know it might sound formulaic, but hey, love your work. Try to give a short example, right? Don't go on very long about why you love their work, but Love your work, been listening to the podcast. Maybe I gave you a five-star review. That's what we do in our outreach. Hey, love your work. We've been listening to the show as we've been doing our research on other podcasts. We just gave you a five-star review as a thank you for creating great content. We'd love to have a relationship with you. Yeah. And then you get, this is where your research comes in. It looks like you're producing this type of content. Yeah. And we have a thought on that. You know, it looks like you're creating link strategy content. We have this philosophy of coattail linking we think would be great for you. Here's a sentence or two about what we're doing. And then the last thing you want to do is also promote your speaker a little bit. And and I don't mean by, hey, Deepak's the greatest speaker in the world and you're going to love him. And he's What you want to talk about is Deepak has talked on other publications that are relevant to you. So he's credible. And also, what are you bringing to the table? We're also going to promote this content through some of our channels and we have, you know, this many followers or this big of a list. And what are you going to do? We're happy to link back to you to help provide, you know, visibility and improve your SEO. Talk about what's in it for you because at the end of the day, while you're trying to build a relationship with the publication, there is a transactional aspect of this. Hey, we're going to create the story. We're going to create the topic. We're going to make this easy for you. This is something we're experts on and we're going to help you promote it. That's how you're going to get on publications. Yeah, absolutely. You get pitched a hell of a lot. So uh, everybody, uh, Ben's advice is obviously the, the summation of what I was trying to say. But certainly, I think that keeping those two things in mind practically, that you have to demonstrate transactional value from the what's in it for, of course, the the host or the publication, as well as relationship value that, hey, I think you're a nice guy. And I think that trying to do this using just one of the two is, is hit or miss. It can work, but doing it with both is kind of a surefire way to, to see more success. And they're always the quotients that I think of that, you know, if I email Ben, can Ben think, okay, I see some transactional value from Deepak being a natural speaker. And also I think Deepak's a nice guy because you kind of need both for the lifetime value, I think, of a relationship. Otherwise it's a hit or miss, <laughs> literally that. And look, sometimes you're going to miss and on the flip side, sometimes you're going to hit. And not only are you going to hit, you're going to hit it out of the park. You're going to hit a home run. Look at the relationship that Deepak and I now have. He's been on the podcast three times. He's becoming a regular speaker. And why is that? Because Deepak went through our onboarding form 
and told us why he wanted to be a speaker. And now we've got a relationship. And here we are today recording podcasts. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Deepak Shukla, founder of Pearl Lemon. Join us in part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow when Deepak and I talk about scaling a content team to create 50 blog posts per month. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Deepak, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Deepak P. Shukla 1. That's D-E-E-P-A-K-P-S-H-U-K-L-A, the number one. Or you could visit his company's website, which is pearllemon.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 